Welcome to Rise from the Scars podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Whiting. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2, How to Manage Conflict in Family Relationships. If you are joining for the first time, welcome. And if you are returning, welcome back. In this episode, I want to talk a little bit about family conflict. While we know disagreements are a part of everyday life, when family members misunderstand each other or become rather heated and emotional about a particular topic or thing, then the disagreements can become major issues. If those disagreements continue over time, then the structure holding the family together can start to crumble. And then the atmosphere can feel really stressed and difficult. We also know that over time, families can feud and they can simmer for several years, becoming even more bitter as time passes. What may have started as a small or a slight thing can escalate over time and create a deep divide between family members and even cross generations. Some of the top issues that affect families and cause conflict are communication, in-laws, high expectation, attention, and for some, even money. When it comes to communication, rudeness, the lack of gratitude, spending too much time on a smartphone, not returning calls, showing disrespect, taking for granted And all of these behaviors can erode a relationship over time. A breakdown in communication can lead to mixed messages, misunderstandings, and cold shoulders. When it comes to in-laws, the relationship with in-laws can be tricky. It's a topic that often brings people into therapy. When they just can't get on with one another from one side or the other, they tend to be at one end of the scale either too intrusive and interfering or seemingly distant and uncaring. Either way, these relationships can be a huge source of conflict. High expectations. People tend to say it, and I'm sure you've heard it before. Blood is thicker than water. Expectations are also higher of family members. A parent may expect his or her child to grow up just like him or her, following his career path or footsteps. A sibling may expect more effort to be made by brothers and sisters for something as small as a birthday party that's coming up. An aunt would really love her busy nephew or nieces to visit more often. Expectations run higher just because they're family doesn't make it right but sometimes it does and in the attention category who's getting too much attention and who isn't getting enough is another major source of family disputes siblings rival for their parents attention no matter what age they are and can feel put out if their brother or sister is seemingly favored or prioritized more than the other adult children can feel hurt when their parents are too busy or too stressed to contact them often enough. The lack of attention 
can come in all different forms. What about the family member who's left off the list of the wedding invitation? Isn't included in grandma's 80th birthday celebration? Or isn't invited to the baptism of a new baby? These oversights can feel like a huge slight and can wound or scar an individual. Oh, do we want to talk about money? Well, finances are at the top of the list for causing conflict within families. Money or the lack of it can cause everyday stress as families struggle to make ends meet. And in these times, that's a more common thing than not. But if someone is unemployed, that puts even a greater strain on the family purse. Other conflicts can arise when someone lends other family members money and there's no plan for repayment. Some of the worst rows and rifts can often occur when a parent dies and the children and other beneficiaries argue over what the will is. And in our, in our work as therapists or counselors or life coaches, we've heard about families being torn apart because of misunderstandings over who was in the will and who will inherit what and how the estate will be shared. Well, you want to talk about some solutions? In actuality, there will probably never be an ideal solution. But there are some tips for managing family conflict. And some of those things are agree to negotiate. When you decide whether the issue was worth resolving in your family dynamic, if it was worth fighting for, then agree to sit down around the table or wherever. Just have a sit down and try and work it out. Come in it with your mindset in the right place. Are you coming in to negotiate or to prove a point or to win an argument? Or do you genuinely want to achieve a peaceful resolution? Check in with yourself. Where are you? What's your motive? The first will take you nowhere. Other than the normal high ground, take the moral high road. The second might give your family relationship a chance to repair. And then own your part in it. There are always two sides to every story. A disagreement occurs between two or more people. Your only responsibility is to own your part in the disagreement. Don't take all of the responsibility for what happened, but don't entirely blame someone else either. Remember, in order to resolve an issue or a problem, it must be identified. Once it's identified, you must take responsibility for your part and only focus on what you can control going forward. When a resolution happens, don't make excuses or find reasons to revisit any past issues because revisiting means there is no clear resolution. Moving forward in the future situations, try to listen with empathy. Treat the other person how you would want to be treated and be helpful, not hurtful. Make the main goal 
in the conflict resolution be to resolve it without hurting someone or getting hurt in the process.